Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Good morning, saints of God. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Let us go before the throne of grace this morning. Father, in the name of our risen Savior, the Lord Jesus, we come to your holy throne of grace seeking help in the time of need. But before we ask your hand and blessings, Father, we ask that you will forgive us of our sins, our sins of omission as well as our sins of commission. Father, your word instructs us that if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. For we have been made the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. Father, I pray for your anointing to speak through me as I break the bread of life to your people. For it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your spirit that we are able to do your will. And now, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would let the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I pray these prayer, this prayer in the precious and mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I decree these things to be so by the power of the Holy Spirit. Good morning, saints of the only true and wise God. Greeting in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ. My name is Pastor Lawrence Mack, and I am a servant at Judah Sanctuary of Praise in Middletown, Ohio, where I serve under the leadership and guidance under Chief Apostle Keith J. Brooks and First Lady Yvette Brooks. And for the record, I am my brother's keeper. This morning, I want to address what seems to be the lost art of love. And if you're taking notes, would you go write down Matthew 24 and 12? And I'll be reading out of the New King James Version as it reads, And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will wax cold or grow cold. I wrestled with the title to this message because uh, the pandemic attack on love has left love on a respirator as we speak. However, God is still able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that is at work within us. My main title is Love is in Need of Love Today. My subtitle is What's Love Got to Do with It? The expression, the term, the word that we refer to as love has taken a beating in this world that we are currently living in. This leads me to believe that love is in need of love today. Go with me to the book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. It reads, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because false, many false prophets are gone out into the world. Skip down to verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Get down to verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. 
We love him because he first loved us. And if a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Love, if you allow me to say it from an observational perspective, Love has been reduced to a byword in today's society. The element of love no longer holds its true essence simply because the eyes of the world, the new truth is a lie, and the lie has become the distorted truth. No wonder the Apostle Paul admonishes the believer to be not conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How does this transformation take place? I'm glad you asked. First, we have to study to show ourselves approved, to be a workman, one that needeth not to be ashamed, but one that can rightly divide his word of truth. Through studying, fasting, and prayer, Drawing nigh unto the Lord, the Bible assures us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Love is in need of love today. Reason being is teenage children are committing mass murders, vigilante shootings, police brutality, and a dictator of the free world refusing to condemn known hate groups. My brothers and sisters, love is in serious need of love today. True story. I've had what I thought to be a friend of 45 years, but recently out of the blue, for no apparent reason, they stopped speaking to me, which led me to this passage of Scripture, Matthew 5:23 and verse 24. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remembers that your brother or sister, not you, but your brother or sister has an issue with you, it goes on to say, leave your gift before the altar and go your way. But first, be reconciled to your brother or sister and then come and offer your gift. Adhering to this to the instruction of that particular scripture, I went to that individual in love in an effort to reconcile whatever problem they had with me to no avail. This left me with only one alternative, to simply shake the dust off my feet and keep moving forward. Now I can relate to Jesus and how he felt when he said that it wasn't an enemy that reproached me, insulted him then he couldn't have understood it, nor was it someone that hated him that exalted himself against him. Then he could have hid from him. But instead, it was you, my closest friend, the one that I trusted most. We took sweet counsel together. We walked to the house of God together. The part that hurt the most is that this individual had just gotten through preaching the good news of the gospel. Brother teacher, what does that have to do with love? Earlier we established that God is love, and his love has been shed abroad in our hearts. Perhaps this individual hadn't read where the Bible tells us that judgment will begin in the house of God. And if the righteous scarcely make it in, where shall the sinner man stand? 
Trust me, saints, love is in need of love today. Wisdom reveals to me that love covers a multitude of sins or transgressions. You don't believe me? Ask Jesus. Peter asked the question, Lord, if my brother sins against me seven times in one day, how many times shall I forgive him? And without reservation, Jesus replied, seven times 70 in a day. That's 490 times, my brothers and sisters. The message the master was conveying to a disciple was simply this. Forgiveness is the prerequisite of love that covers a multitude of sins. For how can we seek forgiveness, God's grace, God's love, if we choose not to forgive our trespassers? Unfortunately for many, love, true meaning, has been lost through ambiguity, which is a matter of one's own interpretation. The Apostle Paul lets us know that God is the author of peace and not confusion. There are spirits that have infiltrated the church and has made an assault on God's original definition of love and how he intended for his love to be expressed. Some say that love hurts, but let's try that spirit by the spirit. Let us let God be the truth and every man a liar. You see, loneliness or being alone hurts, but loneliness magnifies the spirit of rejection. Losing a loved one causes mental anguish. Unfortunately, these situations or circumstances leave us confused and puzzled. And if we're ignorant of Satan's devices, we'll believe that these negative connotations spring forth from the fruit of love. Love is designed to invigorate our souls. Love heals, love delivers, love sets the captives free. For loneliness and rejection separates us from the love of God. But listen to this. The Apostle Paul said, for who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine? or nakedness, or pearl, or sword, or sword, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. God's definition of love is as follows. God says that true love suffers long. In other words, it will put up with a few of my shortcomings as I put up with a few of yours. Then love is kind, is gentle. Love is not Envious of others' relationship because the grass is not greener on the other side. Love doesn't vaunt of itself, meaning I don't have to post pictures on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram every day, all day to validate that my love for you is sincere. Love doesn't act inappropriately, disrespectful, nor is it controlling. Love isn't selfish. It's my way or the highway. Love isn't easily provoked. 
When you wrong someone, a simple apology will suffice. Because anger stirs up strife, but a soft word turns away wrath. Love doesn't seek revenge, nor does it keep score of trespasses. For God said, vengeance is mine. Thus said the Lord, I will repay. Love doesn't entertain wickedness, physical nor verbal abuse. Men ought to love their wives as Christ loved the church and gave his life for her. Women are instructed to reverence their husbands because God made him the head and not the tail. He is God's representative here on earth. And by doing so, your prayers won't be hindered. Love celebrates and exalts the truth because it's the truth that makes us free. Love has perseverance. It sees the light at the end of the tunnel. Love believes that in spite of life's ups and downs, changes and turnarounds, all things are working together for our very own good. Love embraces hope, which requires faith. Why is that? Because hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. However, the eyes of the Lord are on those that fear him and those whose hope is in his unfailing love. The conclusion of God's definition of love is this. Come hell or high water, good or bad, bitter or sweet, the love that God has placed in our hearts has the ability to endure all things. Without question, love is in need of love today. But what's love got to do with it? Everything, saints. But John 3.16 said that God loved, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. No greater love than a man could have than a man to lay down his life for a friend. Love has been slandered, lied on, criticized abused, cheated on, and given an unjust reputation according to the world's ideologies. Nevertheless, allow me to leave you on this note. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word, my love, shall reign forever. I've clothed myself in human flesh so that I could be touched, I could feel the feelings of your infirmities, is what Jesus said. I'm closing. Saints, love can never be outdated, nor does it change with the seasons. Love is consistent, and it never ceases. For if it had not been for God's love for you and I, thank you, Jesus, where would we be? Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to break the bread of life with your people. I've given your people the words that you have placed in my heart. Now do as only you can do. Use it as a two-edged sword to pierce and divide asunder between the soul and the spirit and the joints and marrow. Let it discern our thoughts and the very intents of our hearts. Then allow your seed to fall on good ground in our hearts, God, that it may produce fruit in its season, a sacrifice that's only pleasing to you. Father, I ask these blessings in the precious and mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I decree these things to be so by the power of your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. And the people of God in their hearts said amen and amen.
that concludes our Sunday school. If anybody got any questions. Good morning. This is Apostle Man. Great words, son. Great word. Great word. Very much needed. God bless you. You heard from the Lord. God bless you. Thank you, Father. This is um, Elder Greg Armstrong. I just wanted to say, uh, Minister Mack, um, you brought a wonderful word and uh, something that uh, we definitely uh, need to put in the foundation of who we are um, that will lead us to be able to uh, help other people, help our family and our friends and things of that nature. So thank you for that word this morning. This is Brother T.D. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Minister Mack, that was a great word, sir, because there's so much divisiveness in this world today, especially with the regime that we have right now and what's going on in the world, with all the causes that are popping up. And, man, if, if people just understand that if we just, you know, pour out love, you know, it could conquer a lot of this stuff that's going on out there. Because what's spreading out there right now is hate. It's dividing us, you know, dividing people. And it's crazy right now, and they're trying to take God out of a lot of things. And, man, with love, man, we can, we can combat this stuff and, and, and try to overcome a lot of things that are going on right now. And so, yes, that was a very powerful word and very much needed. And, and God bless you, brother. Thank you. Brother Mac, this is Mother Curtis. I loved it. And there's no addition needed to what you have taught us this morning. Thank you so much for obeying the Lord. Brother Mac, this is Sister Coretta. Just want to say powerful, awesome word. I was just sharing with my daughter. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so I truly thank you for the edification. Thank you. Pastor Mack, this is First Lady Brooks. I just want to tell you what a wonderful word encouraged me this morning. Um, I was feeling down all weekend, but this word really brought life back into my heart, back into my spirit. So I thank you for your obedience. Um, God bless you. God bless everybody on the line. Thank you. Well, I guess if that's it, I guess that means we'll see everybody in the church parking lot at 930. Amen. Amen.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.